Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story. This is Chelsea, and I'm here today with Ryan, and we are finishing up Deuteronomy and heading into Joshua. And I have to say, I have been <laughs> looking forward to this, and not in the weird way that Ryan wants you to think. It's but, pretty weird. <laughs> Chelsea is very excited to talk about Moses' death. So here we go, guys. It's actually, I don't have like a lot to say. I just think it's very cool that the Lord buried him. I just think, again, it speaks to the relationship between Moses and God, that they saw each other face to face. They conversed regularly. The Lord loves Moses, and he buries him. Also, I think it's interesting that nobody knows the place to this day because how— Easy would it be for people to go to Moses's burial site and just like worship there? Make that like a weird idol. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, very fitting. God's like, I love you, Moses, but not that much. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, th- this text describes Moses in like very high terms mm-hmm. um, that he like met with God face to face. He had a very special relationship with God. This says that was not enjoyed by anybody mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Um, so it's very cool. We are we are closing out. The Pentateuch. Yes. So we're like closing out the um, kind of like these very special first five books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we're dealing with here is like a little bit of epilogue kind of. Uh, you get kind of this patriarchal blessing um, that I think is purposely framed in a very similar fashion to those Genesis accounts where a lot of times, you know, Abraham will bless his sons and then he dies. And you know, those the patriarchs continue to do that. So this mm-hmm. is an intentional uh, callback to those fathers blessing their sons. And in this case, this is Moses being a blessing over individual tribes of Israel. Yeah. Not sure why he forgot Simeon. He did forget Simeon. Sorry about that, Simeon. Poor guy. Um, it's the last tribe. That's all I got for that. I don't know. So one of the things that also sticks out to me uh, in this reading is that we also get the story of Rahab, and I really like the story of Rahab. Um, Joshua is going to go in and take over the promised land. Uh, there is this prostitute, Rahab, who lives in the wall that's going to help the spies uh, to, to kind of like get the lay of the land. Uh, and the reason Rahab is really interesting and compelling is, one, she definitely had like faith in God, yeah, um, which stood out and spared her life. But also she is part of God's redemption plan. Um, because she is in the direct lineage of Jesus. When we look at uh, Matthew chapter one, um, we get like the all the ancestors of Jesus, and Rahab is listed. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, Rahab is a, a really important figure in our faith. Um, and I, I just think it's interesting that when we look at Jesus specifically, like typically, if you're looking at you know like a worldly king or something, we're going to draw attention to all the like wonderful, amazing, perfect people mm-hmm. in that line and how great these people are. Mm-hmm. But Jesus' line has a lot of people that have some pretty serious failures. Yeah. And so not only is she a prostitute, she's a Canaanite. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but part of God's whole story. Uh, so I, I love it. I love that she has faith in God, that she's willing to um, 
protect these spies and like stand up for them. Uh, and also she's, she's sort of important later on, not explicitly, but she is, uh, the mother of Boaz, which you can also see in Matthew one, uh, which makes her a pretty important part of the story of Ruth, Mm -hmm. uh, because Boaz is the way he is because of the way his mother raised him, who was Rahab. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really interesting. I I like her as a character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's also worth noting, like there's not a ton of women who are explicitly listed as part of Jesus lineage, Mm -hmm. um, because it's just not how they tracked it. It was like all these men, Mm -hmm. but Rahab stands out in that way as well. Yeah, but actually the ones that are listed in the lineage of Christ are all kind of like women of questionable morals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it, it continues, and I think that's one of the things we're going to continue pulling out, is that God cares deeply about women, Yeah. Um, and they don't have to be perfect for God yeah, to care about them. Definitely. Yeah. I just love, like, Rahab's just declaration of faith. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things. For the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Like, like we just heard Moses saying, I wish you guys would just like <laughs> say this or do this or believe this. And we have someone who just has heard about the Lord. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to follow that God. Another interesting thing about that is that um, a couple of those times in the past when God has said, like, I'm going to wipe out all these people. And Moses is like, no, you can't do that. Like, people are not going to think highly of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see that the, yeah. the people do think highly of God yeah. um, because they see his people as divinely protected. Yeah. And then once again, kind of going back to the episodes we did with Lindsay, that we know not every single person was wiped out. Yeah. We got Rahab yeah. right here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so it is interesting to kind of go through and, again, read it in context and, yeah, see how God's plan of redemption kind of unfolds through all of this. Guys, thanks so much for listening to God's Whole Story. Uh, I'm very excited to get into Joshua. We're going to get a lot more kind of story elements as we go through this thing. Um, So uh, I'm excited to do this journey with you. I hope you're enjoying it as well. We will see you tomorrow. Bye. Deuteronomy 33, beginning in verse 1. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, gave to the people of Israel before his death. The Lord came from Mount Sinai and dawned upon us from Mount Seir. He shone forth from Mount Paran and came from Marabad Kadesh with flaming fire at his right hand. Indeed, he loves his people. All his holy ones are in his hands. They follow in his steps and accept his teaching. Moses gave us the Lord's instruction, the special possession of the people of Israel. The Lord became king in Israel when the leaders of the people assembled, when the tribes of Israel gathered as one. Moses said this about the tribe of Reuben. Let the tribe of Reuben live and not die out, though they are few in number. Moses said this about the tribe of Judah. O Lord, hear the cry of Judah and bring them together as a people. Give them strength to defend their cause and help them against their enemies. Moses said this about the tribe of Levi. O Lord, you have given your Thuman and Urim the sacred lots to the faithful is servants, the Levites. You have put them to the test at Massa and struggled with them at the waters of Meribah. The Levites obeyed your word and guarded your covenant. They were more loyal to you than to their own parents. They ignored their relatives and did not acknowledge their own children. They teach your regulations to Jacob. They give your instructions to Israel. They present incense before you and offer whole burnt offerings on the altar. Bless the ministry of the Levites, O Lord, and accept all the work of their hands. Hit their enemies where it hurts the most. Strike down their foes so they never rise again. Moses said this about the tribe of Benjamin. The people of Benjamin are loved by the Lord and live in safety beside him. He surrounds them continuously and preserves them from every harm. 
Moses said this about the tribes of Joseph. May their land be blessed by the Lord with the precious gift of dew from the heavens and water from beneath the earth, with the rich fruit that grows in the sun and the rich harvest produced each month, with the finest crops of the ancient mountains and the abundance from the everlasting hills, and with the best gifts of the earth in its bounty and the favor of the one who appeared in the burning bush. May these blessings rest on Joseph's head, crowning the brow of the prince among his brothers. Joseph had the, has the majesty of a young bull. He has the horns of a wild ox. He will gore distant nations, even to the ends of the earth. This is my blessing for the multitudes of Ephraim and the thousands of Manasseh. Moses said this about the tribes of Zebulun and Issachar. May the people of Zebulun prosper in their travels. May the people of Issachar prosper at home in their tents. They summon the people to the mountain to offer proper sacrifices there. They benefit from the riches of the sea and the hidden treasures in the sand. Moses said this about the tribe of Gad. Blessed is the one who enlarges Gad's territory. Gad is poised there like a lion to tear off an arm or a head. The people of Gad took the best of the land for themselves. A leader's share was assigned to them. When the leaders of the people were assembled, they carried out the Lord's justice and obeyed his regulations for Israel. Moses said this about the tribe of Dan. Dan is a lion's cub, leaping out from Basham. Moses said this about the tribe of Naphtali. O Naphtali, you are rich in favor and full of the Lord's blessings. May you possess the west and the south. Moses said this about the tribe of Asher. May Asher be blessed above other sons. May he be esteemed by his brothers. May he bathe his feet in olive oil. May the bolts of your gates be of iron and bronze. May he be secure all your days. There is no one like the God of Israel. He rides across the heavens to help you, across the skies in majestic splendor. The eternal God is your refuge, and his everlasting arms are under you. He drives out the enemy before you. He cries out, destroy them. So Israel will live in safety, prosperous Jacob in security, in a land of grain and new wine, while the heavens drop down dew. How blessed are you, O Israel! Who else is like you, a people saved by the Lord? He is your protecting shield and your triumphant sword. Your enemies will cringe before you, and you will stomp on their backs. Then Moses went up to Mount Nebo in the plains of Moab and climbed Pisgah Peak, which is across from Jericho. And the Lord showed him the whole land, from Gilead as far as Dan, all the land of Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah extending to the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, the Jordan Valley with Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to Moses, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, when I said I will give it to your descendants. I have now allowed you to see it with your own eyes, but you will not enter the land. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, just as the Lord had said. The Lord buried him in a valley, valley near Beth Peor in Moab, but to this day no one knows the exact place. Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyesight was clear and he was strong as ever. The people of Israel mourned for Moses on the plains of Moab for 30 days until the customary period of mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid hands on him. So the people of Israel obeyed him, doing just as the Lord had commanded Moses. There has never been another prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. The Lord sent him to perform all the miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants and his entire land. With mighty power, Moses performed terrifying acts in the sight of all Israel. 
After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to give to their ancestors. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua then commanded the officers of Israel, Go through the camp and tell the people to get their provisions ready. In three days you will cross the Jordan River and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. He told them, Remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. The Lord your God is giving you a place of rest. He has given you this land. Your wives, children, and livestock may remain here in the land Moses assigned to you on the east side of the Jordan River. But your strong warriors, fully armed, must lead the other tribes across the Jordan to help them conquer their territory. Stay with them until the Lord gives them rest, as he has given you rest. And until they, too, possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. Only then may you return and settle here on the east side of the Jordan River in the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, assigned to you. They answered Joshua, We will do whatever you command us, and we will go wherever you send us. We will obey you just as we obeyed Moses, and may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your orders and does not obey your words and everything you command will be put to death. So be strong and courageous. Then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the Israelite camp at Acacia Grove. He instructed them, scout out the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. But someone told the king of Jericho, some Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent orders to Rahab, bring out the men who have come into your house, for they have come here to spy out the whole land. Rahab had hidden the two men, but she replied, Yes, the men were here earlier, but I didn't know where they were from. They left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close. I don't know where they went. If you hurry, you can probably catch up with them. Actually, she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them beneath bundles of flax she had laid out. So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shallow crossings of the Jordan River. And as soon as the king's men had left, the gate of Jericho was shut. Before the spies went to sleep that night, Rahab went up to the roof to talk with them. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We are all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror, for we have heard how the Lord made a dry path for you through the Red Sea when you left Egypt. And we know what you did to Sion and Og, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River, whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things, for the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family since I have helped you. Give me some guarantee that when Jericho is conquered, you will let me live, along with my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all their families. We offer our own lives as a guarantee for your safety, the men agreed. If you don't betray us, we will keep our promise and be kind to you when the Lord gives us the land." 
Then, since Rahab's house was built on the town wall, she let them down by a rope through the window. Escape to the hill country, she told them. Hide there for three days from the men searching for you. Then, when they have returned, you can go on your way. Before they left, the men told her, We will be bound by the oath we have taken only if you follow these instructions. When we come into the land, you must leave this scarlet rope hanging out from the window from which you let us down, and all your family members, your father, mother, brothers, all your relatives must be here inside the house. If they go out into the street and are killed, it will not be our fault. But if anyone lays a hand on people inside this house, we will accept the responsibility for their death. If you betray us, however, we are not bound by this oath in any way. I accept your terms, she replied. She sent them on their way, leaving the scarlet rope hanging from the window. The spies went up to the hill country and stayed there for three days. The men who were chasing them searched everywhere along the road, but they finally returned without success. Then the two spies came down from the hill country, crossed the Jordan River, and reported to Joshua all that had happened to them. The Lord has given us the whole land, they said, for all the people in the land are terrified of us. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcast at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you, and if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.